Hi friends, this is 30 going on 13. So I'm in my 30s, but I feel like I'm just now learning things that I wish I would have learned when I was 13. Turns out I have a lot of learning and healing to do, and this is where I'm gonna do it. So let's go, it's time to grow. Okay, so welcome back to 30 going on 13. This is the second part of the ghosting episode. So I wanted this episode to be basically how I handled the situation and my reaction to getting ghosted because in the first episode you guys learned how I got ghosted and what exactly happened and this part of the episode I wanted to talk about how it severely impacted my life. I'm just here to tell my story because I feel like I learned so much and I think when you get ghosted it can feel like the worst thing and it really can make you feel so so small. So I wanted to come on here and make this episode so that I can tell you that if someone ghosted you or someone had sex with you and never talked to you after it, I completely understand your pain. And this is what I learned. Just because that happened to me doesn't make me stupid. I felt stupid initially. I really did. I felt so dumb for putting my guard down, for allowing him in like that emotionally and physically. But I learned I'm not dumb. I was being open-minded. I had an open heart and that is okay. And if you're doing that and if you did that with someone and they basically hit it and quit it, that's on them and not you. I swear a couple weeks ago, I never thought I would truly believe that statement, but now I do believe it. I know that it has nothing to do with me and everything to do with him. So I'm very proud of myself for that one. And yeah. In this episode, I'm going to share with you how getting ghosted truly put me in a very dark place, but then also how I was able to get out of it. So I would definitely suggest getting some tissues for this episode because it took a turn that I was 100% not expecting. It got pretty emotional. I don't know if you will, but I did. So I hope you appreciate my vulnerability and the rawness in this episode. And I hope you learn a thing or two because I definitely did. So here we go, baby. Episode four. Let's get it. It could sound super dramatic to you, but for someone like me who has never been ghosted before, getting ghosted for the very first time was awful. It was absolutely awful. So the ball has always been in my court in terms of dating. And this time it wasn't. And I like control. I grew up in a pretty hectic environment and an environment that I didn't have control of as a kid. And so I realized that as an adult, I like to have control of pretty much everything that I can in my life. Like my house is always clean because I want control of my environment, projects at work. I like to lead literally anything that I can be in control of. I like to be in control of. And so for this situation, he stopped talking to me. He ghosted me. So that left me with zero control because if it was up to me, I would have kept talking to him and kept hanging out with him. I had no say in what our relationship ended up being. And because of that, I hated it. I hated everything about getting ghosted. And on top of that, I hate the unknown. I'm the type of person that just loves to know the answers to things and the reasoning behind things. And so in this case, he left without telling me why and that kills me that absolutely kills me because if it's something that I did I want to know what I did like when I was drunk if I said something wrong or if I offended him or whatever it may be I want to know so that I can become better for the next person not because I want to know to fix it and have him fall in love with me like no I literally just want to know so I can be better for the next time or if it was nothing that I did 
and it was something on his end, then I'd still want to know because now I'm no longer beating myself up over it. And I don't have that. I still have the unknown. We went from communicating, having a good time, getting intimate to nothing. So it was the control thing. It was the unknown thing. And I actually want to reference something that I heard in a podcast on the Huberman Lab. So one second. All right. So in this podcast, there was an episode with Dr. Maya Shankar, and the title of the episode is How to Shape Your Identity and Goals. And in that podcast, she talked about something that really hit me and I wanted to talk about on this ghosting podcast because it gave me clarity and kind of allowed me to feel that I'm not alone in my way of thinking because like I said it really killed me initially but I was kind of annoyed with myself like why am I still thinking about this like get over it Sophia it's over he's gone there's so many more men in the world who cares and I should be able to just pick up and move on but I couldn't for a while and I was like what the hell is this why do I need an answer and then on this podcast on the Huberman lab she talked about something called cognitive closure and she said that it's the need to arrive at clear definitive answers to things and she was basically just saying how humans do not like change or uncertainty or the unknown and it made so much sense we want to know the answers to everything in order to feel better and move on even if the answer is something we don't want to hear like in this case for me i don't care what his answer is i just want to know good bad or indifferent but since i didn't get that cognitive closure it was really hard for me to move on from the situation but she says that if we can reduce the need for that cognitive closure and just be more open to the mystery of things and just not need the answers for things, then we can experience huge boosts in well-being and can become more resilient in the face of change, which I thought was super interesting and obviously made me feel better and like I wasn't completely crazy. So thank you, Dr. Maya Shankar, for making me feel less crazy. And again, she was on an episode of the Huberman Lab. It was a very good episode informative. It was about identity shifts and goal setting. So highly recommend that episode. And now I'll go more into detail on how getting ghosted pretty much ruined my life. (laughs) I'm just kidding, (laughs) but not really. Here we go. Okay. So basically in the beginning when I didn't have any of the answers that I wanted, it really affected me. It made me think poorly of myself. It made me question myself. It made me feel like I wasn't good enough because I treat others with respect at all times. I am kind to everyone, even people who are not the kindest to me. I treat them with kindness. I have no bad bone in my body. I can't lie. I literally cannot lie. I don't know how to. So I just want everyone to be happy. And people that I interact with, I would never treat them poorly. I would never put them in a situation where I'm making them feel bad about themselves. And I could never go somewhere. I'm so pure in my intentions with people. So I just expect that the person that I'm communicating with, I expect that person to be giving me that same respect in return because that's how I'm treating them. And that obviously wasn't the case in in this situation. And so throughout the experience with him, I believed everything he said. And I learned I need to definitely have my guard up more than I did. And I can't just believe everything that guys say just because they're presenting as a nice person in that moment. And I didn't know that about people. So now I learned moving forward that I cannot be so trusting so quickly. Because although I am one way, 
doesn't mean everybody else is that way. And just because someone says something to you doesn't mean that they mean it, which is so sad to me (laughs) to realize that about humans. And that was really hard for me to accept because I can't do that to someone. It was so hard for my brain to be open to that possibility until it happened to me. I learned how to look at what the person's doing versus what they're saying. And he also taught me how much I was putting my self-value into other people's hands. So I could say that I am pretty and I'm smart and I'm all of these amazing things. I'm athletic. I'm a great soccer player. I could say all of these things about me, but when I got ghosted, all of those things that I thought about me went out the window because all I thought about was what he was thinking about me. The value that I had was in this guy's hands. And since he didn't want me, my worth and my value were on the ground. And so I had so little self-esteem and self-worth when he ghosted me. All those things that I knew about myself held no weight. So that was really huge for me. When I felt that low about myself because of someone else, because of a man not choosing me, I realized I had a problem. But because my value and my self-worth was so low, I turned to alcohol to feel better and I wouldn't drink every day but when I would drink on the weekends I would get really drunk because I just wanted to feel happy I wanted to feel loved and I didn't want to feel lonely anymore and so I drank heavily my self-worth was just deteriorating during this time and I didn't reach out to him I wanted to and there was a couple times when I had a text typed out but I deleted it because If he wanted to talk to me, he would, and he didn't want to, and he still doesn't want to. So what am I going to say? And by me not reaching out and not getting answers, it made the whole situation much harder for me. And so alcohol would help for the night. And then the next morning I'd wake up and feel like garbage because I was hungover. I had anxiety and it was just a constant cycle. I felt sad. I felt lonely. I felt like I didn't have self-esteem. I felt like I didn't love myself and it was just a really shitty time. There was a couple weeks there that I was really not doing well. And there was a few days where it was just really bad. I got really drunk and woke up that next morning and I was like, something has to change. I cannot let this man affect my life in this drastic of a way. And me just continuing to do this every weekend because of how shitty I felt from him doing that to me. I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. I was just so... I don't know. See, I I don't want to say depressed because I've always had anxiety. I've never had depression. So I don't really know when to use the word depressed, but I just felt horrible. (laughs) And I ended up having a party. But the next morning, I remember waking up and just questioning my life and being like, what am I doing? How could I be so beautiful, so talented, so kind, so pure hearted, and yet be waking up miserable because someone rejected me? And then it made me really reflect and be like there's something clearly wrong here so basically after my party which I think was a few weeks after he ghosted me I decided to change my life around and I ended up doing the 75 hard challenge you had to do this entire checklist of items for 75 days straight and it was basically a mental toughness challenge that helped you to create new and healthy habits to create a new lifestyle and so it was very intense and the best thing I've ever done but I'm not going to go too much into it in this episode because it was so life-changing I think I need to dedicate an entire episode to it in the future so yeah it was just a mental toughness challenge checklist of items 75 days and the biggest reason why I did it 
was because one of the items on the list is zero alcohol, which is definitely what I needed at this point in my life. And I had always been on and off with, you know, telling myself, oh, I'm not going to drink. The longest stretch I've ever gone without alcohol, I think was like three weeks or maybe maybe a month. And then there'd be other times where I'd be like, I really need to go to the gym. And I loved the gym. So I would go for a few weeks at a time, but then I'd fall off. Most of my life I've had boyfriends. So if he didn't want to work out, I wouldn't work out. And so I, I always struggled with finding routine and finding things that I liked and just healthy habits, basically building healthy habits. I had a really hard time with. And so at this point in my life, I felt I was at the lowest point in my life that I've ever been at. And I was single. So that was a completely new thing for me. I've never been without a boyfriend and he ghosted me. So that just piled on to the discomfort that I was already feeling. I felt so low and the only way to go from there was up. And so I started 75 hard and it was the best decision I've ever made in my entire life. I started it after that weekend of my party and I've gained eight pounds of muscle. I've created extremely healthy habits. I'm extremely happy right now. I love myself so much. My standards are through the roof. I still wonder about why he ghosted me. But I know at this point where I'm at, I know that him ghosting me has nothing to do with me and everything to do with him. And I know how much I bring to the table. I know how fun I am to be around. I know what a bright light I am. I bring such happiness and joy to so many people's lives. My heart is tremendous. It's like way too big. But I have all these good qualities that I love about myself. And literally going through this entire experience made me fall in love with those qualities even more and i hold no anger towards him whatsoever i'm super super grateful that i went through this experience because i felt so horrible about myself and i was at the lowest point in my life because of it and literally feeling like that made me decide to change my life and now my life is never going to go back my life has changed forever i'm the healthiest i've ever been i haven't drank alcohol i think in like 80 days which is insane it's the longest I've ever been without alcohol in my whole adult life. So I just feel incredible. And I don't think I would be at this place of loving myself the way that I do. I don't think I'd be doing any of the things that I'm doing now or feeling what I feel now if he didn't ghost me. Because now looking back, if he didn't ghost me and he gave me the answers and kind of gave me closure, I don't think I would have felt as horrible about myself, which means that I don't think I would have ever done 75 hard, which then means I would not be living the beautiful, amazing, confident lifestyle that I'm living now. Now, where we stand is we do not talk. We follow each other on Instagram and we look at each other's stories, but that's about it. So I guess he kind of knows what I'm doing and I vaguely know what he's doing, but we don't communicate at all. And I'm at peace with it now. Uh, it took a little while to get here, but... Now I feel it was disappointing that I lost a friend. I really did have a lot of respect for him. So that part kind of sucks that I quickly gained a friend, but then also quickly lost a friend. And I'm the type of person that never ends on bad terms with anybody. So I think it was like a month after he ghosted me, I came across this video on Instagram that was really powerful to me. So I ended up sending him that video and it was like, a, I think it was a month later. I don't know, I'm making that date up, but I sent him that DM basically just to clear the air because at this point I had FaceTimed him and had not heard from him ever again. So now it's like a month later or so. He ghosted me. Does he think I'm mad at him now because he ghosted me? Like I hate having bad blood. I don't have beef with anybody in my life. No one. So basically me sending the message was in my head. It was like, I want to let him know that number one, I'm alive. 
And number two, I saw this and I'm thinking of you. I hope you're doing well. Like, I don't hate your guts kind of a thing. And he responded and said, hey, hope all is well with you too. Thanks for sending. Something like that. But I felt like sending that to him was me clearing the air with him and me letting him know, like, you're good. So I don't know if that message was delivered or not to him, but that was my intent when I sent it to him. And so after sending him that and like having some kind of communication made me feel a little bit better. So yeah, after I messaged him that, that was it. That was the only communication we've had since. And I'm okay with it. If he stays like this forever, then fine. If we become friends again, then fine. I do not hate him. I'm not mad at him. I don't hold anything against him. I don't ever judge anyone ever. So I'm just saying my side of the story and how it severely impacted my life. But like, I don't know what was going on through his head. I don't know what he was dealing with personally. So whatever he had to do to survive is what he did. And that's fine. Again, I would not be in this position today sitting here. I would not have a podcast today. I would not love myself this much. I would not be as confident as I am today. I would not look as good (laughs) as I do today if it wasn't for me getting ghosted. So if you are in the middle of getting ghosted, girl, it's going to get better or boy, because my guy friends tell me they've been ghosted too. So it goes both ways. And moral of the story is if you're in the middle of being ghosted, if you have been ghosted, if you get ghosted in the future, just know great things can come from it. So keep your head up. And please do not let anybody else determine your worth because that's what I did. He determined my worth for a little bit there and it was a very depressing feeling. But now I determine my worth and goddamn, I am so confident in myself right now. It's insane. But like I had to go through that shit and feel that low in order to come out this high. Okay. And also I wanted to say a couple more things. So we are now in the end of October. And when I originally recorded this ghosting episode, I think it was a month ago. And so I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit more before I release this episode as a little update. I wanted to talk about still how I'm affected by getting ghosted. And I don't want to sound crazy or obsessive or anything like that. I hope you guys listen with no judgment. I just wanted to come on here and speak about this because I want to normalize this feeling. And I got ghosted a few months ago and yet here I am still being affected by it. And I've talked about this with my therapist and I asked her like, why am I obsessing over it? Like I feel crazy and it's eating at me but I just feel like I can't let go of the pain and I don't know I guess I also feel like I can't let go of the rejection and I think that it's a really hard thing to do even though I can say I know why he ghosted me because intellectually I know why he ghosted me I really feel like no matter how much I say, you know, he just has poor communication skills. He doesn't like having tough conversations. He's really busy with work. He doesn't want to get distracted, started to catch feelings and got scared. So like those are the things that I can tell myself and convince myself of. But at the end of the day, getting ghosted brings up a feeling. It brings up a feeling that's extremely uncomfortable to sit with. And I've been trying to sit with it this entire time. And so when I mentioned this to my therapist, I'm like, I don't know why this is still a thought in my head. It was a one date and like 
I don't even know, a few weeks of talking to this guy. And obviously I started to like him and definitely catch feelings for sure. But I feel like in my mind, like I shouldn't be this hooked on why this happened or like the whole situation. And she was basically like, well, have you sat with it? I'm like, yeah, I freaking sat with it. I know why he did it. I'm like, yeah, I sat with that feeling of not talking to him and not getting the closure that I needed. Yeah, I sit with it but it doesn't do anything. Like, how am I supposed to move on from it? And she was like, well, not sit with him and the feelings that like arise from him necessarily. She goes, it's not about the characters in the play. It's about the plot and the script. And so I was like, what? And basically what she was saying was that part of my fixation on it and not being able to let it go is not necessarily about him. He's just a character in this play. But what's really important and what's actually triggering is the plot of it. And so she's like, what does that make you think? And I'm like, well, the plot of this is that I'm rejected. I wasn't chosen and somebody told me no, someone doesn't like me. And I hate not being chosen. I hate not being liked because I feel like I do everything in my power to be a really good person and to be loved by everyone. So when someone doesn't see that and value that, it hurts. And it's a pain that I can't describe. So to get rejected is really the problem for me that's arising, is the rejection piece of it. And so that's the plot of this play that's eating at me. And that goes into, I think, a lot of things in my childhood that I'm still uncovering as to where that fear of rejection comes from. But I think the more that I sit with that underlying plot, figure out where that comes from and try to resolve that, then the rejection that this random guy that I just met, the rejection he's giving me won't weigh as heavy. So that was one piece of it. So I'm working on that. And then the other piece of how I feel with the whole ghosting thing is completely used. And to be open and vulnerable and trusting to somebody in that way, emotionally, but also physically, and then literally the next day, never to hear from that person again, I feel so used so used and I think I have way more to offer somebody than just my body and I think I'm a beautiful amazing person and for somebody to just throw me out to the curb like I was trash hurts it's a pain that honestly I feel like it's a pain that I have felt before from one of my most serious relationships where I literally thought we were going to get married and have children together. And for me, it was certain. And then he broke up with me. And that abandonment was heartbreaking and really hard to deal with because I could have, I could have bet my life that I was going to marry this person. And I never left his side no matter what struggles he was going through, no matter how rough it was to be with him at times, I was never going to leave him because that's how I am when I'm in a relationship. That's how I've always been, committed no matter what. And that's how I was with him. And he didn't treat me the kindest all the time. And to have that level of commitment to him and then one day he up and be like, I can't do this anymore. I don't know what I want. After we were so deep into life together, 
with grand plans. I was really close with his friends. He was really close with my friends. Same connections with our families. There was just so many things that to me, it was a certainty that we'd be together forever. And then, yeah, we weren't perfect and we were fighting a lot, but no matter what, I wasn't going to leave because that's how much I loved him. And to just one day have my world shattered because he didn't feel the same way back, basically. He was willing to leave. And when he broke up with me, I literally said, like, I understand you're struggling. We can have space from each other. Like, you can do you. You can go find yourself, but we can still be exclusive. We don't have to talk. Like, you can have all the space you need. You can have all the time you need. But with the understanding that we're still exclusive and we want to come back together and figure this out together. And he said no no matter what option I gave him, he said no. So uh, this is insane because I came on here to talk about me getting ghosted and that feeling of rejection. And then I started talking and then I started crying. And now I'm talking about my (gasps) ex-boyfriend. Oh my God, this is wild. This is exactly why I wanted to do this podcast because it's literally therapeutic for me. I didn't know that this was what I was feeling until literally right now. Holy shit. Um, And I guess that brings me into this next piece that I wanted to mention. I saw something on Instagram. I think it was Instagram. A quote. It's not exactly how it was worded, but I'm going to do my best. So it said, when someone leaves you, they show you the things that you still have to work on. And for me, when this guy ghosted me, straight up no words nothing just peace he brought up so many feelings inside of me and highlighted the issues that I clearly still need to work on so as I'm sitting here crying clearly there's a huge level of rejection and and honestly abandonment that I felt from my ex-boyfriend of three years and we broke up about a year ago but after that breakup the way that I healed was to jump into another relationship almost immediately about a month after that big breakup because that was my survival mechanism in that moment was to find happiness and fill that void with somebody else, try to find happiness at least. And so there was a lot of things that weren't healed from that big breakup because I was so busy being distracted by this new boyfriend that I had. And I dated him for about five months. And that's when I first became single was when I broke up with him in May. So really, as of this past May is when the real healing started for me. And clearly, there's still healing that's left to be done. If I'm sitting here talking about getting ghosted, and then as I'm unraveling things, I'm realizing like, holy shit, I felt abandoned by my ex-boyfriend. So by this guy ghosting me, he highlighted what I still need to work on. And I guess that's why I'm so fixated on being ghosted, because it's so triggering for me. And I didn't know that until doing this podcast is bringing this up. Just talking about it to you guys is allowing me to uncover what's really underneath the hood. And so again, I said it in my other recording, I'm really grateful for getting ghosted for so many reasons. One of them being starting 75 hard and the other being that it just showed me all the things that I still have to work on and the pain that is still inside of me due to my last serious breakup. And honestly, I really thought I was past that breakup, but clearly from today's conversation with you, I'm not. And I think something that I tend to do is avoid tough things and avoid hard feelings and avoid sadness. And I think a lot of that breakup 
a lot of the healing from that breakup was me avoiding feeling it was me avoiding accepting it and was me avoiding the reality of it that he abandoned me and he left me when I would have never done that to him when all I tried to do was be the best girlfriend there was to him that's all I was trying to do every day and yeah I wasn't perfect but he knew everyone knew every single human that could look at our relationship knew how much I loved him and to just be up and left like that and kicked to the curb like that was a really tough thing to go through and yeah getting ghosted brought that up (laughs) as of today and that's definitely going to be the next conversation in therapy and I think it's time that I just face the reality that I was abandoned by the person that I was madly in love with and feel it and cry about it like I did tonight and allow that in more and it's it is heartbreaking and it is really sad that he was my oh god he was my best friend we did everything together we laughed so much together we sang together we danced together we cried together we did everything together every day we were together and to have lost my best friend like that was really really hard and I don't think I was strong enough back then to face it but now I am and I know the right person will eventually come into my life and I will have a best friend again who loves me in the way that I deserve and who will never abandon me so thank you to the person who ghosted me (laughs) for allowing me to heal and challenging me to grow I appreciate you I hope you're doing well (laughs) And I did really enjoy getting to know you in our short time together. There's no hard feelings whatsoever. I only want the best for you. And I hope you don't take any offense to this episode. I just really wanted to be vulnerable and real because I know that so many people, unfortunately, can relate to this. And if you've been ghosted before, just know that it's for the better and try to look at those feelings that come up and really analyze the plot, not just the characters and see where those feelings are coming from and you're beautiful and you're special and you're amazing just the way you are so just because somebody doesn't want you doesn't mean that you need to change absolutely anything about you you're perfectly imperfect the way that you are and it's their loss i know all those things are so much easier to hear and to say than to actually do and actually believe trust me i get it but you just got to keep pushing and know that you're not alone and getting ghosted especially when you are physically intimate with the person is not easy you really feel used and abused and thrown out like you were a piece of trash because that's how I feel so if you feel that I'm right there with you and we will get through this and you're not a piece of trash and one man's trash is another man's treasure I think that's all I'm freaking beat man (laughs) shit (laughs) that was a lot but I can do hard things yeah 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 Well, that was a productive episode for me. (laughs) That was fun. Thank you guys so much for listening and making it this far. I hope this episode helped you in the way that it helped me. And if it did, then please tune in for the next one on Tuesday. And until then, happy healing, which is what I'm going to go do right now. (laughs) Bye.